What did we think of E3? You guys find out in today's podcast. excited for this one because this is going to be a special E3 recap podcast. Brand and I were just going to be going down the seven events from the different publishers and kind of just highlighting a few of the best parts in there and talking about what we what we liked, what we didn't like. And at the end of it all, we're going to kind of pick our best event and our best game. So and the this worst is, event is what I'm excited for. The worst event, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, let's, so let's just get into it. Uh, we're starting off with EA. We're just going to go in order in which they uh, did their events. So sure. uh, um, what, um, what, about, what, you, what about EA? I think we should skip EA. Go right to Xbox. Uh <laughs> I've never, I've never really been too, not too big of a fan of EA games. I know I've never been like too big into sports. I never really got too much into Battlefield. I think the last Battlefield I really got into was three. Uh, I played play a little bit of Hardline, um, but they. Sh so I think showing Battlefield Five was super cool. Um, I just, I do think that's going to be a good game. Mm -hmm. Every Battlefield that comes out, while I might not care for it, is a good game. Yeah. Um, I just don't really care for that large open, like open scale um, fighting. If, if Battlefield came out with a nuke town, that'd be what I'd play. Um, Battlefield was cool. Um, I'm I'm actually pretty hyped the amount of Star Wars games that are coming out. Honestly, I think we just we need more. I need more Star Wars games. Um, so like, hoping for a new anything like like a was it like a Jedi RPG? Yeah, I'm hoping the EA comes out with. We uh, we got the name of the title of what was it? Um, can you actually uh, scroll down to the so John? Can you pull up the the bottom of the uh, at the very bottom of our article? We have. We have our article up there just so we can keep a refresh of the games. It was uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We were given literally no logo, <laughs> yep. no teaser. It was literally a guy in a chair saying, yep, that's the name of our that, game. That's the name of it. I was kind of like, that's weird. Because they did like they did such a good in-depth look at all the other games that we literally didn't even get a logo. Yeah. Um, I was pissed. But we got the Star Wars logo. But it, it is it is cool. Um, I have to give EA some props. We did an entire previous podcast talking about like their treatment of the loot boxes and the whole controversy mm -hmm. with Battlefront. And I have to give them props. They kind of got up there and was just kind of like, they were like, yeah, we, we messed up with Battlefront. Yeah. You all didn't like it. So they've complete. for those of you that haven't, don't know or haven't played the game in a while, um, they completely backpedaled. Yeah, they Battlefront. revamped like, the entire thing. They revamped the entire like progression system. Loot boxes are gone entirely. Like it's all cosmetic. They've gone, they've gone way back on it. And then they, when they got up and announced that Battlefield 5 is not going to have loot boxes is not going to have a premium pass it's going to be much more like how titanfall was that all the extra stuff's going to be yeah. like free in some regard um that 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 got a lot of cheers and people people like i think ea is really trying to do some uh pr backpedaling yeah. trying to get everyone i think, I I think, think they, it showed i think they have to because like at this point like i feel like no one who went to e3 went for ea yeah you know what i mean like i feel like no one really gave a shit for ea there was a starting one um i think the only reason that most people ended up going to e3 um, just like to watch EA was honestly probably for Anthem. Mm, yeah, Anthem. Um, I know Anthem is probably the one, the one on EA's list that I might be the most excited for. Um, and it's always cool to see anything more from that, anything more from the team that did Mass, the original Mass Effect series. 
I think Anthem is going to be really good. I, I, I have a sneaking suspicion that the reason it was delayed was because they they wanted to go through and revamp how what their loot box and their progression system was going to look like, too. Because so. it was supposed to come out this year. It's coming out, I think, February 2019. I think it's February, yeah. Um, so, like, I, we, we all know that that game was delayed because, yeah, February 22nd is right now. So, like... I think we definitely know that EA was like they're like okay we got to revamp uh, Battlefront we got to we got to you know make sure Battlefield is good so I think but Ant, they're also making a smart move too is that Battlefield's coming out at the end of the year mm-hmm. and I think they also learned their lesson because um, back with Battlefield one and Titanfall two they launched two major shooter military games yeah, at, the same, right time, at the same time and it really hurt titanfall 2 which titanfall 2 was amazing yeah but just and came out at a really shitty time it, it was like horrible timing and i think they learned that you don't they don't they shouldn't do like a double launch like yeah. that and it really hurt one of their games so i think that was a smart move moving anthem uh to february even though i want to play the game more mm-hmm. than i actually i want more anthem more than i want battlefield yeah <laughs> it looks so good i think out of all of them i think ea was probably the one that i was honestly the least excited for um and i think while I, I can't say they were good or bad. The games that they show are just aren't my games. I don't really play a lot of like sports games. I don't really play NBA 2K. I don't play Madden games. Um, so outside of Anthem and Battlefield, that's probably really all I cared about. And honestly, that's those are probably on the lower list of games that I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to because Anthem, we've already seen a ton of. I don't really yeah. care to see any more of it. I just want it to come out. They did a good job of not showing too much sports stuff because yeah. I think they get that the E3 crowd isn't there for that. But yeah. it's still, I mean, they're big money makers for EA, so I think that they they showed it, but it wasn't like a half hour I think of their show. A huge amount of their fan base, I think, aren't going to be the ones to buy tickets to E3, go to E3, and yeah. sit in that stage for it. Uh, we got a survive. We got a, a, a couple surprise smaller hits from EA Originals with Unravel Two. Unravel Two. Um, yeah. We actually already did a stream on that on Game Infinite's website with uh, John streaming that. That was pretty cool. Unravel Two looks really fun. Uh, sea of Solitude looks pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's another. It's so, like a super like artistic indie game. I have to give them props. EA, you know, trying to support. I think. I think. I think. It, you know, it's it's a it's a PR stunt. Like they're yeah. you know they're trying to rebuild their reputation. Um, you know, for they didn't have the greatest reputation, and then everything with Star Wars really hurt them more. Um, and you know, with Mass Effect Andromeda and and just other things that have really hurt mm-hmm. them, I think it's a it's a good uh, strategy for them to try to yeah. help the little guy. I'm, glad they're, I'm glad they're trying. I'm yeah. glad they're trying something too. Because like some of these titles, like we would, you know, most people would never have heard of a way out or unravel. Some of these smaller mm-hmm. ones that didn't get this, you know, that big push from EA. Command and Conquer. What'd you think of that? I haven't played a Command and Conquer game since I was twelve. It's some like mobile like tap to click shooter. This is this is EA. Like this is the like the executive's idea of like, hey, let's build a mobile yep. tap clicker like free money game. maker, dude. Yeah, that, that, I was like, that's EA right there when I saw that up on there. Like that's yeah. EA. That's EA. Uh, so it was a pretty. It was a pretty. Um, it wasn't. Okay. There was a lot in there, but they they showed a good amount of the stuff they did show, but it wasn't a longer, yeah. a very detailed. So let's move on to Xbox. So Xbox, Xbox, I feel uh, was amazing. I loved Xbox. I loved yeah. Xbox's performance too. Um, they brought it. Yeah. Um. I think. I think teasing out with Halo Infinite was super cool. Um. I think. Like Microsoft got so much shit for the last like probably the last two Halo games because mm. having the latest one just having like literally like no Master Chief in it yeah. having Halo Four was fantastic but the story was like five hours long yeah. um so I'm I'm excited to see I I haven't liked Halo in a while but I like Halo you know what I mean like I. I love Halo as a series, so I'm excited they showed more of that. If you hop over to GameInfinite.net forward slash news, you'll see um, we recently posted an article talking about the Halo, just just talking about the Halo release. The Halo. The Halo release, and uh, it was it was pretty awesome just that, you know, we, we get this game, but I, also, I talked about a few things in there, uh, like 
how I hate it when developers arbitrarily abandon numerical sequences. Yeah. Because <laughs> when Halo Infinite was put up there, like even major other like other major YouTubers I was watching like that were just reacting to this release was like, is this Halo Six? Like, yeah. is this some type of Halo MMO shooter thing? Is this something? Well, it, was like, it was like the same thing when Halo like ODST and Halo Reach came yeah. out. Everyone was kind of just like, I don't. Where yeah. does this fit? Yeah. Like it, people don't know if this is a sequel or a prequel or some type yeah. of like. Like, is this some type of, like, online Halo? Like, you know, like... It, like, if they would have put, like, Halo 6 Infinite? Yeah, like, that's, like, that's Infinite exactly what was, I said. Like, the like title. they should have put that. Yeah. Like, they had it Halo 5 Guardians, so I, I don't, like... I don't know if I like... I don't like the title, because I, I know it's going to confuse people, and yeah. I, they really need a win. My other concern is that because they took extra long to make Halo, because we should have already gotten Halo 6 by now. Mm-hmm. They, we've been getting new Halo games every three years, and that's kind of, like, on the upper limit of yeah. the, the, the franchise. It's it's now been three years since Halo Five, and it's still in like this early production like teaser stage. So I just don't want people to forget about Halo because I, I really want to play it. You know, I, I, I've I've even though I haven't literally cared for the last two, I genuinely do love Halo. Halo the original Halo trilogy and Halo Reach are still fantastic in my eyes. Um, I know Xbox did a bunch of other stuff too that I'm I guess I'm kind of excited for like Fallout seventy six. I'm I'm excited for. Um, I, That's when we got the first look at Fallout was actually in the Xbox uh-huh. One. They did a teaser, and then we saw more in Fallout, yep. and then we got way more in Bethesda. Now, I am very on the fence with Fallout 76. Um, having played most of the Fallout games and having being a huge Elder Scrolls fan, um, I think one of the big things that makes uh, like a Bethesda game, or even just like a game like Fallout what it is, is the fact that you are the center of the story, the center of the universe. If if I'm playing Fallout, if I want to go ahead and I want to be the, the savior of the wasteland, I can. But if I want to just run around and just shoot civilians and just, you know, kill anything I can, I can do that. Grand Theft Auto Apocalypse. Yeah, so like, it really puts like an importance on whatever it is that you want to be. You are the centerpiece of this world. And I think if you put a game like that online, that belittles your importance. Mm-hmm. While it's gonna be super cool to be like, I've always wanted like like a um, a Fallout like MMO, and I think this is just one step closer to that. And I'm actually pretty excited for it. Um, I think playing in this world with friends is gonna be a super cool idea. The ability where everyone can have their own like all their own like equipment, have their own maybe like maybe one of you guys is like the heavy playing like the tank role. I think that's a super cool idea. Um, there are no NPCs in that game. Like, yeah. We learned that in the Bethesda press conference, but like every character is is an extra. Is another yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. Like I think it is. It has the potential to be a really cool game. Yeah. Um. It is for sure not what I would have liked from Fallout though. I think I it's say. something different. Like it wasn't like Fallout Five. It wasn't like just like a slightly better yeah. looking Fallout Four. I'm glad that they tried to do something different, and they've been really yeah. open about like. We want it to be good server experience. We want it to not feel like they don't want it to detract from the story. So like, they've been really open in the Bethesda conference, like trying to be vulnerable about that. Um, going back to Xbox, though, uh, they had the longest and most jam-packed event out of everything. Yeah, it was two hours long, and they showed like 50 games. They showed a shit ton. So we could probably do an entire podcast just on everything they talked about. But Xbox brought it. They got it there, and like they, they probably it was like you could definitely tell Microsoft was kind of like tired of just like hearing the Xbox needs more games, <laughs> right? Was like because they're like, okay, we're gonna have fifty like, games. Fine, and here's all the games. It was just out. game, 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 game for two hours. It was a little overwhelming um, watching. But uh, so this is kind of going down. Uh, Near Almada's coming to Automata. Uh, Automata. Um, I keep that's a, it's a shitty word. <laughs> yeah, it that's keeps a coming to good uh, word. That's coming to Xbox, which is cool. Um, Captain Spirit launches on Monday. Yeah, okay. Um, that's like a it's like a free prologue kind of side story. It's supposed to be Life prologue is Strange. To Life is Strange. Yeah, yeah, Life is Strange two. 
Um, I was excited to see more of Metro. I think Metro Metro is going to be fantastic. Honestly, like Metro's always been like a good game, but I think it's just always been overshadowed by like Call of Duty, Titanfall, Battlefield. Um, it's just not for me. Like I tried yeah. playing uh, Last Light, and I was just like. I don't know, like the, the, just the I think it's the color scheme. Like it's they, so drab. Yeah, it's honestly, like, it's it has a lot a lot of the same people that play Wolfenstein mm-hmm. because like Wolfenstein have always been like fun games. That's kind of how Metro's been, but they just haven't had like a huge like fan base. Um, so I'm excited for the new Metro game. Um, I think my favorite one though that was shown, maybe one of my favorite ones that was shown at Xbox was honestly the Division Two. Okay. Um, I didn't play a ton of the first division just because I, I I I loved the idea, I loved the concept. I started playing it and I was like, I don't really I don't really care for this. Um, division two, they they've made such a large amount of changes with the division. Mm. Um, I'm really excited they to see this. They got a new dev team. They they've started putting. They listen to a lot of the customer feedback up along like there are raids now, like eight player raids yeah. that you can go through and play. Um, there's more of like you, you 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 always get like more equipment and stuff like that. You get new like classes, and I just from seeing the story and seeing what they've put into Division Two, like, I'm probably gonna pick that game up when yeah. I didn't really care for the Division One. I hope they don't Destiny to me. What they need to do though is they need to make sure not to. Because this is why I'm cautious about Division 2. I'm trying to reserve my excitement because it looks really great and mm-hmm. I want to play it. But so did Division 1. So did the Division 1. Like e, the, the, the EA demo, the E3 demo of uh, Division 1 looked really good and the final game looked nothing like that. Yeah. So I don't want, if they pull that shit again, like, yeah, just, just don't do that. Just don't like, do it. So, yeah, I'll hold off on it. I, I, I know. I had no interest for the Division Two going in, but after seeing like the it looks whole, so good. After seeing the whole trailer for it, I was kind of just like, I'm pretty jacked for that. Honestly. I'm excited, but I'm just like, I, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm forcing myself not to be because I don't trust them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so I'm uh, moving just kind of going down the list. Uh, Forza looked amazing. Um, I've never played Forza games. Forza really, honestly like, always looks amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm not too big of a fan of racing games, but like the racing games I have played have mostly been Forza mm-hmm. games. Outside of like like of course like Burnout Paradise City and like all the Burnout games, Forza always looks incredible. Honestly, like no matter when it comes out. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is a game that I'm really excited about because I love the first two, but it was the only game from E3 that I came way less excited for than what I was going into yeah. it. And that's because for some reason or other, maybe this is because the game's unfinished and they didn't want to artificially spruce it up like, you know, like, like Division. Um, but I'm like, the game looks, it didn't look as good as the first two. So like this one, like her hair in the water looked unfinished. So I was kind of like, if the game looks worse than the final product notice, noticeably, mm-hmm. this close to, suppose, this thing releases in September, I think. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm concerned about Shadow of the Tomb Raider because it looks worse than the first two games based off that trailer. So maybe it's just unfinished, and they're just, and that's all they had. And they're just like, we're just gonna show what it looks like now, and it's just gonna yeah. be better at the end. Hopefully, well, that's but. kind of what they did with God of War, like like the like the new God of War game. Like they showed, they showed it like a long time ago, and it was they were showing like tra- like pictures of it and screenshots from it. And then if you look at the screenshots that they showed originally, and then the final product of the game, there's a massive difference. So I, I hope they do that with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't care about that game at all. Um, I, I touch on this in my, am I really? really heavy Square Enix uh, review. Um, I There's there's 11 Tomb Raider games. There's now like five Uncharted games. I don't care. I'm exploring, t- you're exploring a tomb from a Mayan apocalypse. What an original story. Oh my God, how <laughs> riveting is that? You have to save the world from some ancient evil while you're hunting through the woods, sneaking around. I- I've seen it like 16 times. All the movies suck. All the games are... Eh, they're okay. Uh, and Uncharted did it better. 
I, just, I don't care about Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It, it, I'm excited for it because I enjoyed the games, but you're right. I'm just hoping that the third one isn't kind of like a stinker. I really want it to be good. Um, but just kind of um, <laughs> the mummy movies. <laughs> They're basically the mummy with no, way the less Brendan Fraser, and that makes me not care about it. Let's just kind of whip through the rest of Xbox. Uh, the uh, I'm really excited. Uh, Devil May Cry is amazing. Yeah, I've, um, I've, 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 played it. I've played every Devil May Cry game. I'm super excited for that. Um, it's interesting we get we're getting Devil May Cry five. We're not getting a sequel to DMC, right? Which is a smart move, I think, but unusual. You don't really it's see unusual. them go back on a reboot. Like um, that. Devil May Cry is one of those games where, like, at this point, like, I really don't care about the story. Uh, it's gonna be cliche. It's a hack and slash. It's gonna be over the top. Um, and I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Uh, we had we had Dying Light too. Yeah, that one I believe I, as well. Um, it was really human centric. Like, yeah. I feel like they're almost dialing back the zombies, which I'm. So thankful for because I'm so tired of zombies. Zombies are so overdone. I tried playing State of Decay 2 and I was going to do a review on it and I'm just like, it's so boring. Like yeah. I don't want to play it anymore. Just, it's yeah. like I, it was hard to like play enough of it to do the review. Zombies are pretty overdone and I think that's a lot of that has come from especially like The Walking Dead and stuff yeah. recently. I don't care about zombies. Um, I know another one that E3 showed talked to me about Jump Force. So I watched this hey. and I'm like, hey, these are random anime characters that I don't know. And Meanwhile, I'm on my like, couch like like <laughs> freaking out, dude. Dude, you got... I, I hope they... I don't know what any more characters are going to add. They, of course, as of right now, have the big ones. Um, that's just going to be a stupid game, dude. And I'm so excited to play it. Um it's I was like, oh, Goku, and I don't think those characters are, are Dragon Ball. What is this? I don't think they're Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, so that's going to be dumb, and I'm so excited for it, dude. Uh, and that's the same thing with so many one of the other ones they showed was Crackdown 3. Yeah. Uh, Crackdown is so stupid, dude, but I'm so ex I'm excited for Crackdown. I don't think we're... I, honestly, though, I don't believe we're ever getting Crackdown. We've been hearing about nope. Crackdown for a few years. <laughs> nope. It's supposed to come out sometime, I think, next year now. I'm like, I don't believe it's actually Crackdown coming. 3 has been talked about so much, I thought Crackdown 3 came out years ago. <laughs> um, well, we have Gears. We have Gears of War. Didn't we, we? we didn't just get Gears. They didn't just announce one Gears game. They announced three they, Gears. They, they announced... They like, were like, uh, you want some Gears? Here's lots of Gears. And, like, I've never... I, I don't like Gears of War. Yeah. I, I, I tried playing the first one. It was so cheesy. I was just like... Yeah. I, yeah. Gears of War was... Gears of War, so like Gears of War came out, and it was big when I was in high school. Yeah. And Gears of War is with all like the super edgy emo goth kids. Like they all had like the Gears of War ba like sling bag across their shoulder with all the pins on it. And it was like, I don't know why it was, it was kind of shitty. I have um, to admit though, Gears, the demo for Gears 5 when it finally was, so they pulled, they kind of trolled everybody a little bit. They're like, yeah, we're going to, they, they start doing Gears and then it's like some, it's literally a, a video game about pop figures. Like it was Gears <laughs> pop. Like no, like people were just like, are you serious? Yeah, this is what I bought tickets for. Yeah. I flew cross state for this. And then they announced there was like, oh, but well, we also have Gears Tactics, which is like there some was type the, of like top down like XCOM play game. There was one guy there who fainted because he was so excited. And then oh, after I was like, oh yeah, by the way, Gears Five. So they totally trolled everybody, which yeah, I, which was pretty that was funny. funny. Um, I'll play, what else I'll is play there? a new Gears game, dude. I didn't care for Gears One, but Gears Two and Three. Um, I like Gears Two and Three. Um, oh, I never played those. I only play, I tried the really? remastered. I got the remastered version of the first one, mm. and I started playing that. Because um, I got it for free with my Xbox, and I was like, eh, no. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try Gears 5. I don't know. We'll I know the game that I probably wanted to talk about, and maybe not the most, but I think the game that I am excited for the most out of everything that was showed at E3, and it was showed at Xbox One, was the new game from from software, Sekiro Shadows Die mm -hmm. Twice. Um, I'm a, a massive Dark Souls fan. I've played every Dark Souls game. I've beaten all of them. I've beaten Bloodborne. Uh, I'm such a huge fan of that RPG style, uh, and I'm I'm so excited for Sekiro, especially because it seems so different than what any Dark Souls has been. It doesn't seem like an RPG. 
anymore, which is odd. You don't, you don't get to, like, create your character. You are this one, like, shinobi. You play as him. And there's such a huge emphasis from what I've seen on, like, like sword to sword, like sword to sword combat, and I think having from software do like a feudal Japan style game, it's gonna be gorgeous, and I'm so excited to play. This, this is the game that I am the most excited for from E3. I uh, I couldn't get past the second level, <laughs> so I don't think that I'll be playing that because it will be like level one. I'll be like Brandon, I quit. <laughs> I was the guy who hooked up Dark Souls to the Donkey Kong. The little Kongos there, dude. Oh, that's funny. banging it out. Uh, so, like, if that was all that... So, they, they actually, chronologically, they ended on Gears, I think it was. Um, yeah. And, you know, they start with Halo, they end with Gears, and then they get up, and then they started They started to say their, like... They started their to say their goodbyes, or, like, their thank yous about how great Xbox is, and, and you think it's... And it happened. And then, like... In, that's like, when it happened. Like, this, like, the whole stage just starts readying out, like, glitching and everything, and then all of a sudden you're just like, what's going on? And then they go straight into uh, to, uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077. And, like, I was sitting there, I was watching Xbox's thing live, and it started glitching out, and I was like, I have no idea what the hell this is. And then they started throwing up, like, a bunch of codes, and they were, they were all Witcher access codes. Okay. And I was like... Oh my god! And then that's when the password came up, and it said the password was red, red. Yeah. and I yeah. lost my mind. Yeah. I've been Cyberpunk has been was it was like announced years ago. They've been working on this forever, and to finally get something from Cyberpunk, uh, being such a huge like massive Witcher fan myself, and seeing what what Cyberpunk is becoming, yeah. it looks so gorgeous. Um, I'm so excited. That game. We got so they kept the ga- gameplay behind behind closed doors, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So very few people actually see what the game looks like. We got a so we got a cinematic trailer, um, which was really cool, very detailed. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, it uh, it it was amazing. Like I'm just uh, unexpectedly so the game is in first person. Did not see yeah, that coming. I didn't see that coming. Um, out. They did announce that, um, which is weird because you can customize what your character looks like. Yeah. So I assume they're gonna pan out to show your character like how they do in Fallout, like yeah. like for like cut like like dialogue scenes. Maybe. Um, but I, I, cyberpunk, it's such a, like, an interesting world to me, like, that futuristic world. Everyone on the, who are, like, is on the sides of the streets that they show in the game looks like someone that I'd be friends with. The, Neon mohawks, like, super, like, metal and punk people. Like, I, it sounds like those are the people, like, I would want to talk to. And so the game, yeah, I'm super excited. In interviews, I've seen, like, they're really talking about how they're trying to make the world not just vast and open, but incredibly detailed yeah. and lifelike. Like, you'll be walking around the street and you'll hear people talking mm-hmm. and, like, like they're trying to make it not just big, but also immersive. And immersive. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was it was just one of the biggest like, um, one of the biggest endings. I thought it was a re- it was like a sombra level interrupt. Yeah. From, like it was awesome. Uh. So yeah, I think they won. But I think we talked about enough about Xbox. But they they were just jam packed with everything. Yeah. They so, had they. I think they had the, they had the most content by yeah. far of anyone that showed. Yeah. Uh. They had like three or like they had like three events worth of content there in there. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Let's move on to Bethesda. Um. Bethesda. You know they were they were number three, so a lot of their games were already shown to some extent, like Fallout yeah. and some things. But they really brought it. Their their first here's what I thought about Bethesda. I was worried for them for a little bit because they they got up and, and like their first like I I was doing the live tweeting for several of these and and I was like ten minutes in they had shown nothing, literally nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I was like this is like they're they're really starting really slow and they start off with like this rock band session with for Rage Two and Rage Two is already leaked. Um, and they kind of made fun of it a little bit. They got up and said, like, we want to thank our friends at Walmart at for helping Walmart. us share. Because 
for those of you who don't know, uh, Walmart accidentally leaked a lot of a lot of games ahead of E3, including a lot of Bethesda's, and Rage 2 is a big Rage one. Rage 2 was one of the bigger it ones. It kind of forced them to reveal it all early. So I think they were hoping more for Rage 2 to be revealed at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't really blame them too much for having a weak entry, but like um, Rage 2... I, the first one I never really liked. I didn't play. I played it a little yeah. bit. It was kind of and it was a long time ago. Rage this two one looks, looks fun. This looks great. I was like, I was not sold on. I was not excited. I saw the cinematic trailer. I was like, eh. But this one, they showed gameplay. I was like, um, someone called it. Uh, I think some. I forget what they, who it was, but I think they called it Pink Destiny or something like that. Yeah. It was like or, or it, it's Pink like, Fallout or something. It's like Mad Max Destiny <laughs> or Pink Mad Max. Yeah. I don't know. It was Pink something. It was. Just, it's really funny. Um, the game looks amazing. We got an update on um, some Elder Scrolls Legends mobile games, like a card game. That's what none of us wanted. Yeah, I was like, That's what none of us wanted. We got... I played Elder Scrolls Legends and like, eh, it's okay. But if you have you have Elder Scrolls Legends and then you put it next to Gwent and from Witcher and then you put it next to Hearthstone, who cares? We got uh, some more details and more more of a look at Somerset, which was already out by this time. Yeah, Somerset was already out. So that 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 frustrated me. Uh, Doom Eternal. It's always cool to see a new Doom game. Yeah. Um, but at the same sense, like I. I don't know. I hate when they spend like a lot of time on Doom because you don't you don't play a Doom game for the story. You don't play a Doom game for there to be different mechanics. Yeah. You play there to to chop demons in half. The uh, my only concern with Doom is that just like Halo Infinite, it, people were are just blasting the comments of like DLC expansion sequel. Yeah. What is this? Like when you abandon numerical sequences, pe- people are you know some people just they they, they need numbers yeah. just. Like and Doom if, Two wasn't cool enough for him. I don't and know. if you would have just said like this is the next Doom game, yeah, that, that would have been it. You could have kept it Doom Eternal, but at least say like this is the yeah. next one. When you abandon a number, like you just really need to drive hard because like I don't want to see games fail because people didn't know they were sequels. Yeah, like like I, I call it the Wii U effect. That's mm. it was the it was the biggest failure in naming and marketing and gaming. It is that if they had just called it the Wii Two, the thing would have sold way more. Yeah, no, like people were lining up for the Wii U thinking it was a tablet for your Wii. Like no one knew it was mm-hmm. a new t- like, and this is something that, thing. that's something that always happen that can happen when you when you when you don't name sequels properly. So a lot of people just are confused that whether or not Halo Infinite is Halo Six, and people are so confused if Doom Eternal is Doom Two. They are, but neither really did a good job of explaining that. Yeah. So that's my only concern. It looks great. We, we just got a little bit of a teaser, but uh, yeah, they showed some other stuff. Like I know, like Quake. I honestly, I don't really care for Quake personally. Yeah. Um, I know Quake has kind of like an occult following yeah. besides it, but like. I don't it looks fun. Quake. Uh, I myself have never played Prey. Prey is something that was critically well received, but I didn't personally like it. I thought it was too slow, and I was kind of amped. But the the trailer for some of the add-ons. So this is this is this is going back to my point. Prey Moon Crash is not Prey Two. It is an expansion. It is yeah. So I mean, it's like if you you have to understand that people will get confused when you if you name things. So like kind of beating that dead horse a little bit it, that is not prey 2 that is an expansion it is an expansion so like people you know you actually have to own prey and i was like so but it looks really fun you get there's like um like i think it's like a 6 v one like you get to like um play as other characters that are um the, the mimics i've um, literally cool. never even seen gameplay of prey like that's oh, really? how little it's I've... a it's a first person shooter but okay. it's really slower paced not um, like a, it's not like a um Elder Scrolls Blades was kind of a surprise. Like that was kind of cool. Like um, it was like I feel like it's they're trying to like make it be like people are getting tired of Skyrim, so they wanted to make something that that they could so something else. I don't know. This frustrates me. So I'm a huge Elder Scrolls fan. I am like developing an Elder Scrolls like RPG like D and D style game. Mm-hmm. So like I'm huge in Elder Scrolls like the lore and everything. I know unnervingly more than what what another other person would this just i i think 
this is coming out at the wrong time. Mm. And Elder Scrolls mobile game, and what they were showing, like, I think it was funny because what they were showing on stage looked like shit. So they kept saying, like, oh, trust me, when this is running on the iPhone 10, you'll be blown away. And I'm like, I'm not blown away by what you're showing me. I don't give a shit about this. Um, I think if the game comes out and I have to pay for it, I think they said it was free. It better be free. I think it's going to be free. I don't remember what they said. Um, but, you know, they did touch on that they wanted to be the next because they made it they, they announced it right after they joked about how Skyrim's on everything mm. so they're kind of making this like we want to put this on everything like they said they're it's launching on phone like on mobile but you know they said they want to bring it on all available platforms yeah. so you know that'd be kind of cool to have a free Elder Scrolls yeah. game on other platforms I felt like too. they pulled this out because this was before they announced any, they did anything for the Elder Scrolls 6 thing at the end yeah. so I felt like at this time I was personally, I didn't give a shit about anything Bethesda had to say besides Elder Scrolls 6, and I felt like I just got slapped in the face. I so think, I, I think was some pissed. people were, were, were not excited for it. Um, this, but I, here's here's why I understand why they did it. They they announced that Fallout uh, that Fallout Shelter is coming to PlayStation and Switch, mm -hmm. and then they were like. Um, more people have played this game than all our other games. Like, that is by far yeah. their most popular game Shelter. that they've ever made. And that's, it just speaks to the power of free and power of and mobile. mobile so I can't really blame them. I was like, hey, let's, let's take let's it. Let's try it. Let's Fuck try it. it. Like, if, if it's free and if a lot of people play it, I mean, that's going to be more people that mm -hmm. played Elder S Scrolls stuff, like I've, get into the lore. I've bought Skyrim five times. Think so, like, it. I'll, I'll get Blades, but, but I'll hate It's it. actually kind of a long term it. smart strategy. If people are playing it on their phone, when Six does eventually come out, mm -hmm. that might be a larger audience that might. Yeah. Want to play six because it's going to be a huge undertaking. Mm -hmm. um, they in beats after they announced that Fallout. They, they also did um, Starfield, which we got no gameplay. But it was just a teaser, but it's essentially their next big game, and it's their first new IP in like twenty five years. It's been yeah, it's been a long, long time. Um, I of course wish they showed more about Starfield, yeah. um, but just the fact that they are coming out with a brand new franchise and it looks to be like sci fi. Mm -hmm. I I trust Bethesda with my life. To, and it's all like it's Elder Scrolls, Fallout, mainly Elder Scrolls. But like I trust Bethesda with my life, so I, I'm I'm jacked for for Starfield, um, and then I when they showed it, didn't they just show the main like? Yeah, it was just like it was like, a, it was like space or and you planet, and then they reveal the logo, and it's basically they're like. Yep, it's it's space stuff. That's all like we know about it. And I was like, yeah, because <laughs> I think people are more excited because it's it's their first it's new IP. New. So yeah. they're just like, wow, but this is making a new one. And uh, um, we did find out in an interview later that uh, right now Starfield is playable internally. Mm. So like, it's not like this isn't like a pre-production like concept trail like teaser. Like the game's actually playable. Yeah. Um. So um. But then when he gets up and he's like. Uh, and we've also started thinking about the game the after that. Game. Uh, it's the one you keep asking us about. And then when he says that, like I, everyone just starts cheering because we all know. I about started crying. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and it was funny because like they, a lot, some people got pissed because they didn't show anything. Mm -hmm. I'm so okay with it. Elder Scrolls Six is so far away. It's in pre-production. It's not playable. Don't like, care. But they can't show anything. They, they had a logo. They worked at something yeah. towards it because yeah. we didn't know. We guessed that they have to be making something. Yeah. But this was proof that they did it. And like my mind was racing. Like they're showing it, and I'm like, oh man, like there's the there's an ocean there. It has to be along the coast. What's along the coast? The edge of Cyrodiil by Anvil. And I'm like, maybe it's you know, I was like, maybe it's the coast of High Rock or elsewhere from the Khajiits. And I'm like, going at it in my fucking mind as they just zoom out on this huge city. Um, this is that's that right there is why I watched E3. 
And that's also why I watched E3 last year and cried afterwards. This is how much they succeeded with this ending, is that I, I have never finished Skyrim. I've started it like four times and I've just mm. never played it very long. I never got into it. I, ne- I missed that whole craze. I haven't played ESO. And I'm, so I know almost nothing about Elder Scrolls. Right. And, but then I was watching this like, even they got me hyped up. I'm like, yeah. this is big and everyone's excited yeah, about yeah, it. So I'm hyped This too. is big. This yeah. is big news. Yeah. It was something like, I know nothing about it. And I never played, I never played any of the things before that. And even I'm hyped. I'm like, I'm excited with everyone else. Like, yeah, uh, that was, it was a great, it, they, it was started weak, but I think it wasn't all their fault. And, but once they, they saved those, uh, some of the best parts for last and they were really, you got to really give them props for like kind of showing their hand and like, Hey, we're, we're making these just FYI. I yeah. felt like that series of uh, Vince McMahon memes were like, Something shows up on the screen and he's like nodding, and then finally at the end he like falls out of his chair. That's what that. That's what Bethesda's whole conference was to me. All right, let's get to your favorite one. This was definitely Brandon's uh, best pick. Uh, Square Enix. Talk to me about fucking Square Enix, dude. <laughs> Why was Square Enix is so bad? Like I don't get it. Like it was like a half hour long. When you said a half hour, because he, he, Brandon watched it before I did, I was like, Are you serious? It's only a half hour. I just got done watching Xbox. It was like two hours long, and it was a half hour. I'm gonna try and be nice. Let me let me backtrack a little bit here, right? Let me. It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. Thirty minutes. I think they started with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, once again, like I could care less about this stupid game. Um, I know you were mentioning that you you. I'm excited for it, but I'm less excited now because yeah. this doesn't. It looks unfinished. I'm hoping that it just because it is unfinished. I don't know. And then. And they came out with it was another one. It was for Final Fantasy XIV, the MMO. I think it was what was it called Under the Moonlight or something much. Yeah, it's a patch. It's not a DLC. It's a patch. It's a patch for the DLC Stormblood that already came out that I have. So that's cool. I'll get it. So I'll get that content, which is dope. But it's a patch. Why are you showing a patch at E3, dude? The biggest conference of the year, and you're showing me like this is patch four point two point. Shut up, dude. Ah. <laughs> So, uh, they also showed a little bit more of Captain Spirit. Um, so, in the articles, if you go over to our, our news part of our website, I, I put in the Xbox uh, event. I was like, hey, they didn't. I was hoping, I would rather have had Life is Strange 2, but it makes sense that um, Square Enix would say that for their <laughs> conference and just show us Captain Spirit, which is like kind of like their, their free passion project. They showed Captain Spirit again. I'm like, okay, where's, like, I'm here for Life is Strange 2. And they, and they don't do Life is Strange 2 the entire conference. I'm like, okay, maybe it's not ready yet. They don't have anything. But a week later, literally a week after E3, on social media, they release a teaser for Life is Strange 2. And I'm just like, it's a teaser. Like, it literally just shows the logo and a release date. Yeah, like, you could have put that at E3. Put that in your conference. Like, your conference is already a half hour short. It wasn't, like, a live event. It was literally, like, a string of trailers with, like, maybe, like, one or two people talking mm-hmm. in between. It was a very low-budget one, and I'm just like, it's a teaser. You could make those ready. Like, it's not like they had to have gameplay ready or anything like yeah. that. It was like, the game is coming out this year in September, so there has to, it has to be somewhat playable. I don't know. I was just like, the fact that it, the, the teaser came out a week after the, the event, I was just like, I felt that was a bigger fail for Square Enix. I was, I don't really, I know Life is Strange, but like, they're good games. They're not my personal kind of games, though. So like, to have a one come out, Captain You're Spirit, wrong. they're amazing. I, I, I know they're good. <laughs> they're not my kind of games, though. Um, I do think it's really cool that it's coming out for free. Um, yeah. I think that's really cool when you're when we were watching the video from Dontnod, the, the company that did Life is Strange and is doing this. Um, they said like, this is free. 
and they said we just want you to experience more yeah and i was like i that was that's really cool to hear that the company's willing to do that it's, that's one of the big reasons why i love cd project red is because all the stuff they come out with is either free or it's just very fairly priced yeah. um so it's cool to have them come out with a new game uh that is completely free yeah and my critique isn't at all for don't nod because they're they're awesome they're an awesome team you know, they, they, I love Life is Strange. It's a great game, and I'm, I'm I started playing Vampire, and it's pretty good so far. And it's but it was and and Captain Spirit looks fun, and it's just a free passion project. Yeah. It's gonna be a short, like it's like three four hours. Um, so I'm I'm appreciative of what they did. I think it was just dumb of Square Enix to not have it at E3 when it was clearly ready to yeah. show. I don't know. Um, what the heck is Dragon Quest? So like, I, what is this? Like so I have I, no idea what this is. You don't know Dragon. <laughs> I'm like I was just like I'm watching this. I'm like oh it's some random cartoon game. Okay. Oh no! You <laughs> shut your mouth. Oh my god! Yeah, I was just like Dragon just, what, Quest what is, this, is one of Dragon Quest is one of the OG RPGs. Uh, and Dragon Quest is fun, man. It's got like that old like Dragon Ball Z art style, kind of like Chrono Trigger had. Um, and Dragon Age is fun. But so they, they showed Dragon Age 11, I think it's 11, uh, and they, here, my problem with that is, it's been out in Japan for a year. <laughs> it's already a game that you can buy. In, like, it's already there, they have the English, like, the, now it's the English version, and while looking at the trailer, the voice acting seemed horrendous. <laughs> and granted, like, I don't really play Dragon Quest to to be immersed in the voice acting yeah. for something like that I would like Pillars of Eternity has the best voice acting I've ever heard it reminds but, me of that Final Fantasy game that you showed us in a character ball where they had tails <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the game Babylon's Fall <laughs> that's where Enix has come out with and showed absolutely nothing of this is from Platinum right? yeah, yeah. So, so same company that did Nier um, so, so I we're not going to get Babylon's Fall because they, you know they're going to cancel it like scale, scale bound. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still uh, so salty about that. I'm very still salty bitter. About, yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, the Babylon one exclusive Xbox is going to get that year. They cancel, cancel it all. It's all their fault. Um, Babylon's Fall is once again. It seemed it's a it's a new title that they're coming out with. Um, so of course I'm I'm rather excited for it. Yeah. Um, it's the same company that did Near, and Near is a, a masterpiece. Um, so I'm excited for that. Uh, they didn't show anything. They showed just a bunch of like random pictures of dates and and fucking information that means nothing. Yeah. And they showed some like really horrible animated like yeah. fighting, and they expected people to be excited about it. The uh, they once again reminded everybody that Near is coming to Xbox, which was cool. Uh, we got a look at Just Cause Four, which was which was okay. Um, Everyone this, knows what Just Cause is. Your, your comment on the Quiet Man in our so you got you guys have to read. So Brandon did Square Enix's article in uh, in in the news um, for Game Infinite News. It was <laughs> hilarious. And but just your comment was you say is uh, um, oh because you get this like this dude that walks in. It's this dumb movie. This this guy walks in. He looks like he's straight out of Vampire Diaries or Teen Wolf. And you got these super like somewhat racist depictions of gangsters games so with racist their, looking with the really bad like hispanic like like, Mexican, Puerto Rican, like hispanic accents it's just horrible and they're like hey yo essay and i'm just like why are we doing this and it transitions from like the live action the bad live action to like to crap. an even worse ps3 game looking ps gameplay <laughs> like it's so terrible and the guy just like points to his ears like i can't hear you and then he like starts whooping ass and like because I love it when the movie will go seamlessly into the gameplay and it looks the same. This was oh, horrible. Yeah. And it was so funny. But I was so mad. The um, 
you, you, you put in there, it was like, it was perfectly meme worthy. It was like, I can't hear you over the, the sound, sound of, of my, my fans, fans dying. <laughs> no one at Square Enix wanted that game. And I was disgusted. We got that over Life is Strange too. I was embarrassed. I have two Square Enix characters, soon to be three, tattooed on my body forever. You're not going to get the quiet man? It's going to be just him going. So it was pretty embarrassingly bad. Embarrassed. Um, we got a, we got another look at Kingdom Hearts was shown like the same, like same trailer like three times, and it's just like don't let yeah, me just, don't let me talk about this game. We we we're all we're really excited about it. We both got it pre-ordered. We're just like get here already. It was what they promised 2018. Guys, it is now January 20th. Kingdom Hearts three. Let me just talk to you for a second. Kingdom Hearts three, you guys. Uh, Sora is one of those characters that will be on my body for the rest of my life. I've played the games countless times, and I love them. I have seen concepts for this game in 2006! <laughs> so give me the game! I don't want to see another trailer, dude! This the was same trailer three times. This was announced at E3 of 2013. I don't care about another trailer, Captain Jack Sparrow. He was in the one you showed years ago! Give me the game. It's a jumbled mess at this point. I'm mad. I'm frustrated. I'm going to buy the most expensive edition you can buy, and I'm going to have it, and it'll be on my wall. But give me the game. Um, so just for sake of time, let's try to uh, let's go. Uh, so Square Enix, we, we didn't like that one. They were all right. It was okay, but it was like. They didn't do bad. They, I liked it a lot. Nah, shut up. <laughs> so Ubisoft. Ubisoft did really well. Uh, they start off with. Well, I started off with Just Dance, which a lot of us don't care about. The, the, Yo, I the love presentation it. was Dude, great. Like Ubisoft, Dancing I think, Pandas. Ubisoft, I think, had the best performance yes. out of anyone that was at E3. The Dancing Panda and all the dancers for this game. I didn't know it was Just Dance because I wasn't paying attention to the little logo that was on the panda's hat. I was just like, on my couch, like, getting so jacked. And then they danced into the crowd. It was so dope. It, was, it, went, it, it looked pre-recorded, and then it's all suddenly live. That was, um, dude. They had Jorson, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt for uh, to show off Beyond Good and Evil 2. That was really good. I, we're never going to see this game. I'm I, calling this right now. It's going to be 2025, <laughs> and we're still going to be asking where the, when this game's coming. I, I did not play the first Beyond Good and Evil. I honestly didn't know a ton about it before no one I did. watched it. It was like 20 years ago. It has like, <laughs> I know, it has such like a cult following. This game looks fantastic. I think when this game comes out, this is going to be on par with games like The Witcher or Cyberpunk yeah. with like how immersive it is. Um, and but just it's never coming out. I don't think it it'll come so, out. Like this is like like scope wise. If you if you go watch the demo, we should maybe we can try to put that on there or whatever. But the demo for like like showing just the scope of the world, like they zoom out to like planets. Like this is going to be like like if No Man's Sky was here in scope and what they promised. Um, Begun Good and Evil Two is going to be like up here. Like I don't know. I just don't think yeah. it's ever. Gonna I be think real. when it comes out, I from what I saw there in the little like few minute trailer that was, I already feel like I give a shit about the people who are yeah. in that trailer. It looked amazing. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, Trials. It was a. It was good. That's, that's, that's a. Stupid, it, the, the event was hilarious. Like the guy on a motorcycle. Dude, dude came riding on a motorcycle, and he was just this <laughs> badass looking biker dude. And for some reason, like he stood up and he was like, and I was like. I want to be this guy. We already talked about the division. We can skip that. Um, who cares about Mario Rabbids now with Donkey Kong? It's that, just a DLC. I'm pretty sure that already was. I thought that was already out. I'll no say one cares about the DLC. It's just a DLC. Also, not a new game. Skull and Bones looks amazing. We got a more yeah. in-depth look. That. I I think everyone is looking at Skull and Bones as if it's going to be like a direct competitor to Sea of Thieves. Mm. 
it looks like it's a completely different game. Yeah. Um, so people people say that like rather frustrating, but the game looks. I think it looks like a completely polished Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah, with all the shit battles, and it looks so like so massive. And that was for out of Ubisoft's whole thing. I think that one was probably my favorite one that I saw was for Skull and Bones. Uh, Transference, new. Uh, I think that's a VR title. Yeah, that's one. That's one that Elijah Wood's working on. Yeah, Elijah. They had they had a lot of big names in this one. <laughs> yeah, so Elijah Wood's working on Transference. That's supposed to be like a uh, a VR PSVR uh, HTC Vive. Um, and it's supposed to be just like like almost like a thriller, like a yeah. like a psychological thriller. Um, they uh, Ubisoft uh, was pretty clever with this one. Instead of giving us a new Star Fox game that a lot of people want, um, instead they gave us a shitty game that has Star Fox in it. Yeah, exactly. Like no one cared really cared about Starlink, but now Starlink's probably gonna sell pretty well now that you have Star Fox. So I mean, yeah. that was a pretty that was a pretty clever I thing to show. I think Starlink up. has a good idea. Yeah. I think it's super cool. Like I, I just think it was gonna it wasn't gonna do very. It's well. It's not. I, yeah, it wasn't now, going to. Now they have not as a chance. Like the fact that like you can put the little like the little doohickeys on your controller, mm -hmm. um, and you can put like the ships and stuff on there and build it on your controller and have it live that kind of reminds me of like skylanders and shit yeah. which was like super popular when it came out um and i've i mean i don't know why i love star fox so well because his last like 25 games have been so bad but i love star fox so much uh, star fox 64 was the last good star fox game they they showed a little bit more from uh for honor expansion again, which no one which no one plays it's too late your yeah. game has already crashed and burned it had so much like potential yeah, no one plays that game. and they ruined it uh crew two uh eh. I believe the Crew 2 beta just happened. Yeah. Uh, I think that it was like a one of the betas just closed, and I, I played a little bit of it, and it's the same thing as every racing game that comes out. Like, it looks good, but it's the same thing. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm really excited for. Uh, I, this was leaked ahead of E3. They actually kind of made fun of it, saying how their reveal is going to be better than the keychain that was leaked out, so <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, you do get to pick. Uh, so for those of you that uh, haven't known, we did uh, we did an article a little ways back after I finished uh, finished Assassin's Creed Origins, completely blasting their ending and Ubisoft's treatment of female protagonists. Still haven't seen it. Um, Still the, haven't beaten it. But anyways, you, you need to. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just completely blasting um, Ubisoft's track record for uh, females uh, pr protagonists in games. Um, so this feels like a step in the right direction. Um, it still kind of felt like an oh by the way you can play as a woman. But yeah, it was a little bit. It's still better because you can you can play the entire game as Cassandra if you want, and it feels a little bit more fair. And once again, she looks like a badass. It looks like she has like her own personality. Yeah. Um, I think Odyssey is going to be. I think Odyssey is what I've wanted from Assassin's Creed since the very they added first. RPG yeah, yeah, since the very first Assassin's Creed. I would always say like if this was more RPG like where you can choose like your weapons, upgrade skills, and stuff like that, this would be fantastic. Um, and so like. A lot of people were, were saying, like, with Assassin's Creed Origins, that they took a, a bunch of shit from The Witcher. Yeah. And they totally did. The combat was so much like The Witcher, and everything was, but, like, that's not a bad thing. The yeah. Witcher's even, like, put, trying to put, like, my bias aside, The Witcher's one of the... They, renowned is one of the best RPG games of the past, like, decade. But they didn't add any of the farming. We're done. Now, Odyssey <laughs> looks like they've taken that to a new level. Now yeah. that they have the different... The two different characters... There are different like dialogue choices that directly affect like end game or like certain decisions, um, and Odyssey. It I mean, as always, it looks gorgeous. They uh, they played this one smart because um, they took like an extra year to develop Odyssey because they've had they were they were starting to build Assassin's Creed games too fast and they weren't releasing finished mm -hmm. and really well. So the concern might be because you know this is they didn't do that again this time. So like the, the concern is going to be that Odyssey isn't isn't going to be ready. But the thing is is that if you don't know this. 
um, they were actually developed side by side. So mm. Odyssey just got the same extra length of time yeah. to work on as as Origin did. So it's a different team, but it looks and plays just like so. Like they were like co developed. So like the main menus, the gameplay, even the world looks a lot like Origins. So like it doesn't look visually different that much, but it, it, it's going. It, we know it's going to release finished and, and polished, which I'm really excited. It looks for. fantastic. I like I said, Assassin's Creed. I played almost all of them. Um, and this is the one where like they just they're continuously getting better and better. And I was originally getting like more and more aggravated with Assassin's Creed like after like because three was good. Yeah. Um, Black Flag was a fantastic pirate game, but it was just a shitty assassin game. And there was like Rogue Syndicate, and I was just like I, these these look unfinished, these look unpolished. Yeah. Origins came out, and I was like, wow, this is something totally new. And Odyssey, they're just taking it a step further. And as a huge RPG fan, I'm. Very, very excited for what Ubisoft's doing with the series. Yeah, I'm excited. I um, thought the series was dead, personally. Yeah, and they did a good job rebooting it. Um, moving on to uh, Sony, um, almost the complete opposite of Xbox's. Like it was short, it was unpolished, and yeah, they didn't was, show a lot. It was like they didn't show a lot, and it was like they had a lot of technical issues. There was like out, they were doing like this. I it was so weird. Like the first 20 minutes. You're just like it was like in this old church. It looked like a VHS recording of what mm. was going on. I'm just like. What the heck this is this? This is weird. It, I mean, they, they did it as kind of like they're trying to make it like get you in the mood for The Last of Us, which is what they showed, started off first, which granted looked great, but it was just kind of like like from an event standpoint, yeah. the quality of the video at the beginning, they had audio technical issues throughout. It just was poorly done. Yeah. And The Last of Us, I'm not going to talk too much about because that's that was showed uh, it was last so. year. So we already got a lot of information about The Last of Us. Um, they now just showed more gameplay, of course, of Ellie. The Last of Us is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and it's once again, it's a very emotionally invested investing series, um, and the trailer that they played for this just once again yeah. just did it. Yeah. Brought a little, brought a little tear to my eye, dude. Look, watching Ellie be happy, man. Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, that looked that looks sick. Uh, um, it's 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 beautiful. I am I'm a sucker for anything that could be like Japan era samurai era or anything like that. Um, that was always I always thought that Assassin's Creed should come out with a game in like feudal Japan era because then you're literally playing as a ninja. Mm -hmm. um, but going into Ghost of Tsushima, which just looks like this big, gorgeous samurai RPG. Um, what I this is this is good. This is one of the games also that I'm I'm the most excited about. Me and Mike are yeah. very excited about this game. This was uh, we did a uh, we did a uh, um, top six games mm -hmm. from like the, the group of us. And I think that was... Um, I think this is Mike's number one. I think that was Mike's that had that one. Mm -hmm. um, that was great. Um, we also got Resident Evil 2 Remake, which looked pretty cool. I'm pretty jacked about that. That looks good. Um, um, I know the only thing, I guess, like that I think kind of sucks for me is the Resident Evil 2 has... It's Leon? Are they, put, are they putting Leon in this one? I don't know. I, I don't know. So. Um, all I know is that my one of my favorite voice actors, Matt Mercer, will no longer be doing that role, mm. which I guess is the only thing that frustrates me. Um... But I'm excited for Resident Evil 2 remake. Resident Evil 2 was great. We saw um, Kingdom Hearts for the third time. Um, Death Stranding. Oh my gosh! I we have, have seen three trailers of this thing, and we still have no idea. I have no game. idea what's going on, but I am more so sold on this game than I am of anything currently going on in my life right now. Death Stranding is it just looks so yeah. weirdly fascinating. I it. think it's interesting because this is also. They, they're taking Norman Reedus, and Norman Reedus is like the, the main protagonist. And it's so odd that we know nothing about this game. But we I guess from 
from him being an actor and seeing him in Walking Dead, we do know a lot about Norman Reedus's mm-hmm. like personality and like character traits. So it's so weird having this completely unknown game that we know nothing about and looks scary as shit, but having something that we can relate to already there. It's a really weird thing watching this because I'm just like, I don't know what Norman Reedus is doing, but I'm kind of scared for him. Yeah, I mean, you know it what has I mean? invisible ghost creatures, random babies, and just it's just. Everything about it feels like a dream. Like, it's just weird and coherent. I, I believe in Kojima. I believe in him. Uh, Neo 2, we just got a little teaser of. That's pretty exciting. Uh, Mixed, yeah, Nile 1. It's Nile, by the way. Nile. Uh, Nile 1 was, was fantastic. I bought Nile because it was put as a like a sam- uh, samurai Dark Souls. I okay. played it. I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, also, I'm excited to have Nio 2. I do think having Nio 2 along with Ghost of Tsushima and Se- Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, I think it's going to be maybe a little bit confusing for certain people. I hope yeah. they come out at like way different times. I, I hope so too because it, having them having like three similar games coming out very similar times. Yeah. So it's hurt games in the past, you know, when we've had games that came out that were too similar, like Overwatch completely yeah. destroyed Battleborn and things like that. So Yeah. I hope it doesn't go this way, but I do think if those three games come around at the same time, I think the Ghost of Tsushima might get put down at like the lower tier mm-hmm. for a lot of for a lot of players. Which I wanna I wanna play all three and I want to experience all three because they're all gonna be completely different. Uh, Sony ended on uh, Spider-Man. Mm. Um, the, uh, the it looked awesome. It was probably the best part yeah, of the conference. Yeah. Once again, this this I think this is going to be one of the Amazing. best games of of this year. Um, I think so far, game of the year contenders. We we would have like God of War. I think once Spider-Man comes out, Spider-Man is going to be a definite contender for that, just because of how polished and beautiful this game looks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Sony was it was it, the, the like from a technical standpoint, it was a poorly run conference, but they had some good games. Yeah, what they, they showed what showed they was sh- really good. So it was kind of a mixed bag. Um, last but not least, uh, Nintendo. Um, I we in I did Nintendo's recap on on the article, and it was like Nintendo's been really doubling down on their all eggs in one basket strategy. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 launched their new console with one main game. You know they've been they they, they basically had all of Holiday last year hinge on Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Like they've been doing like one game is all we need if it's big enough, and then they kind of <laughs> they proved it. Yeah. So they, they had an hour long conference. Dude. They spent like twenty minutes like teasing a couple little titles, like we found out that Fortnite's coming to Switch and a few other small things. But ultimately, they spent like forty minutes on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Worth it, dude. Totally worth, worth. it. Worth. Like, like it, they were the only conference that did like almost their entire thing on one game, but it was one game that was pretty mm-hmm. worth it. Um, well, I, and they Nintendo. A lot of people give Nintendo shit. I've heard a lot of people like a lot of people who put, like really big like PC gamers or PS4 gamers really shit on Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nintendo is the purest video game company. They are purely there to just make sure you have fun with their game. Yeah. Um, and while you get like Assassin's Creed, while their games are starting to become really good, come out with one every year. Call of Duty comes out with one every year. Battlefield, those are all titles that we can expect every year, whether they're good or not, mm-hmm. they'll be out or they'll be out in the fall. Um, and I think Nintendo does such a good job of just like, we know what you want. And they do such a good job of really like making it like, your experience with it good. There's not a kid in the world, well, maybe, but there's not a kid in the world that can't look at Mario or Yoshi and not know who that is. And Nintendo has built that single-handedly for themselves. So, like, the fact they spent so much time on just Zelda, they knew what they were doing. And that was, in my opinion, one of the best games ever made. Um, And so Super Smash Bros. is a game that I think any kid who grew up playing video games has grown up playing Super Smash Bros. 
I critiqued them for not having a port, a Wii U port of Super Smash Brothers ready at launch because I was mm-hmm. like, that was the most obvious thing to have at launch. You should have at least something else. I questioned their strategy this whole time, um, but now that they've revealed what Super Smash Brothers actually is going to be, so it's ultimate, <laughs> and they're calling it that because it's not a port; it's a whole new game, whole new- and it has every single character from every Smash Brothers game ever. Where's Waluigi? Just saying, dude. I don't know. Maybe they didn't there's show. There's no Waluigi in it. According to them, they have every character. I don't know. But there's like 80 some odd characters. Stay and... woke, guys. Just saying. Where's Waluigi? Look in the trailers. He isn't there. But it was just insane. Like, they had all these games. Like, in an era where fighting games are getting smaller and smaller in their rosters. And, like, making it, like, for example, like, Injustice. Like, you get this many characters and you had to buy, like, three expansions yeah. to get the rest. Like, in an era where fighting games are just, like, shrinking their rosters down... Nintendo's like, here's everything we've ever done because we know you want it. I think they were, yeah. Props to Nintendo, man. They could have done half as much effort and sold a lot of games. So the fact that they still were like, we're going to do, we're going to make the biggest one ever. And it, and that impressed me. So they announced, they announced Super Mario Party. They had a bunch of other like smaller titles. Fortnite, they announced again. um, And uh, um, Fallout Shelter is on Switch Mm now. Yeah. I think, especially like Super Smash Brothers were like, them coming out with every single character, even like Mario Party 2, there has been no game that has come out for Nintendo where they're just with like, there's no loot boxes. There's no, like, here's this super overpriced paid DLC that we showed at launch, but you don't get when the game comes out, like Destiny or something like that. They don't do that stuff. They really hold true to like what it is they want to do. And man, thank you, granddaddy Miyamoto, dude. Yeah, so a true hero. All in all, a weirdly structured press conference. It was more of a game feature than a press conference, yeah. but ultimately they did a good job. Yeah. They started off with some random title uh, that like I can't Demon even mock it. Demon X Machina or something. Yeah, like I would have started with something else, like <laughs> something with a little bit bigger of a hitter. But uh, I probably would have started with Fire Emblem, honestly. Fire Emblem. Um, yeah, Fire Emblem is also a yeah. big seller. Yeah, that one got very little screen time. Overcooked two. Um, there's yeah, Fortnite's the very same little. same thing. It's free on Switch too, which I mean I guess that's cool. But um, when I was playing Fortnite on Switch, the I don't know if it was the Switch. I don't think it was because I remember how Zelda looked. Um, the graphics are horrible. <laughs> the graphics for Fortnite Switch are horrible. You can see the screen tearing when your character moves, like on all edges of your character. <laughs> you can see the your character doesn't it is not like a curved line you can see like the pixelation and it's really bad and also mix that with the fact that fortnite has building mechanics and you couple that with the fact that the nintendo switch's controls are flipped from any other game console controller and it's maddening but i want the first game so i'm a killer but. <laughs> all right so let's just uh, wrap this up uh seven conferences a lot of content um best game reveal maybe not maybe not your favorite game like the one that you're most excited about but like mm. what do you think was like the best showcase of a game and best conference uh best showcase of a game was cyberpunk yeah cyberpunk was the best showcase of a video game i think they had the best performance there the game that i am the most excited for is Sekiro shadows die twice mm. um i think the best conference was ubisoft they just put like they maybe the games they showed weren't my favorites out of the the games that were showed my favorite was probably sony but Ubisoft just played such a fun show, dude. Uh, I would say Ubisoft was was a really fun conference, but I think Xbox had the best conference mm. just because it was it had the most content. They had like it was games. it was almost too much. It was just it was 
everything we've been at we've like it was like we've been nagging microsoft for for like two years like games please give us games please give us games and they did it and i thought it was that was the best conference although i admit i, I agree ubisoft was the uh the very well and well, very well done but had a really good conference as well mm-hmm. um at least the second half of it um the game i'm most excited for um I, I mean i'm most excited for a new halo game um but they really didn't show anything of it so I would say I think the best I would agree that the best uh, game showcase was Cyberpunk. The mm-hmm. way they announced it, the way they say that at the end, they psych people out. I thought it was the it was the best one. Um, I'm really excited for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah, like that's something I was super excited for. They showed a really good part of that. So yeah, I would say Cyberpunk and uh, Xbox are my picks. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys. For I know this was a little bit longer than normal for our podcast, but we just want to give you a we really good in-depth recap. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of great stuff in this E3. I think overall, I think it was a successful E3. Mm-hmm. Really great, um, really great content. They did yeah. that all with really no new hardware. It was all games, and that's really what we that's what we're there for. Um, so uh, stay tuned for a couple things. Uh, of course, uh, join us over on Twitch. We stream there regularly. Um, I'm currently working on an article talking about the whole Fortnite Sony controversy right now. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Check out check that out on GameInfinite.net forward slash news. And if you want to um, go over, we mentioned the recaps a lot. We, we did an individual article recap on all yeah, of the press Anyone who doesn't want to watch an hour-long video or listen to an hour-long podcast, we do have all of the conferences broken down by review, by game, what we thought and all that. And they're pretty quick reads. None of them are super long. Yeah. Um, feel free to check those out if you don't want to listen to our voices. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you guys on the next Game Infinite podcast.